baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. is a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. No help is coming. Not for another three years. Democrats intend to wreck America economically. And they're committed to going down with the ship that is this country. That was a message behind Biden's State of the Union address. No matter what it costs them politically, no matter how badly it hurts, both the citizens of this country and their own politicians, they don't care. They're not deviating. Desperate Americans tell pollsters over and over their number one concern is inflation. But when the applause was taken out, Biden spent just 23 seconds on his inflation plan. Bottom line, he doesn't have one. He doesn't have a plan to deal with inflation, Beyond a childlike plea to companies to lower their prices. They can't. They're experiencing inflation too when they buy the goods to make the stuff we consume. It was something a third grade class would come up with to deal with inflation. And it was Biden's only plan. Here's Biden's inflation strategy in the State of the Union in its entirety. You have a choice. One way to fight inflation is to drive down wages and make Americans poor. I think I have a better idea to fight inflation. Lower your costs, not your wages. That means make more cars and semiconductors in America. More infrastructure and innovation in America. More goods moving faster and cheaper in America. Beyond that, the only way he said he'd fight inflation was by lowering prescription drug costs. But he didn't say how. What does this mean? We're on our own for the next three years. No help is coming. Yes, Republicans might. Take back the House and the Senate, but it won't matter. With Joe, like a rock around Americans' necks economically in the White House. Unless Republicans win 60 votes in the Senate, which is what it'll take, this doesn't change. They don't have a veto-proof majority. Nothing changes. But what this speech also shows, clearly, is that inflation is a Democrat policy. A deliberate Democrat policy. They don't have any intention of doing anything about anytime soon. How do we know that? Remember this from yesterday. Representative James Clyburn, the number three in Democrat leadership in the House. He's a congressman from South Carolina. Admitting, shockingly. And folks, this is the biggest story of the week. So far, anyway. That he admitted they knew that Joe's stimulus package that was passed in March of 2021 would cause the very inflation we had now and they did it anyway you start uh, putting money out the way we did with the rescue act are you going to fan inflation it is that i know that's elementary the only mistake Clyburn explained to npr that the democrats made was not causing the inflation he didn't care about that it was not warning americans so they'd be ready for it and wouldn't be so mad All I can say, we may have done a better job preparing people for what was going to take place. But remember, 
it is a pretty good thing to have something to inflate. But this president's got to worry about those people with nothing to inflate. And we got to take care of them as well. I think that uh, the American people uh, will come around to a better way of thinking about this. So there's no plan to deal with inflation beyond helping Americans to think better about it. The only plan the Democrats have offered is the Build Back Better, which will clock in at around $5 trillion and likely demolish the dollar if it was ever passed. Thank God they haven't been able to get the votes for that or the dollar would be dead and this would look like Beirut after the bombing. What they're saying here is this, by not offering any kind of plan whatsoever to tackle inflation, what they're saying is if you don't let us raid the Treasury of the last $5 trillion, you know, of IOUs, of borrowing capacity left in the Treasury, in the process likely demolishing the dollar, well, you're on your own. Good luck at the grocery store. We have no plan to help. It's either build back better, massive, almost grotesque spending that would blow that 7.5% inflation we have now all to hell. I mean, we'd be in the high 20s at that point, uh, given where we're going to be by June, which is 15 to 20% if we calculated it the way we did in the 1970s, or record-breaking inflation. I've documented all of that in the past podcast. I'm not going to go back and do it again. But what the Democrats are doing here, what Joe's doing here, is a big temper tantrum. If you won't let us spend $5 trillion, almost all of it printed Monopoly money, over the next roughly decade, with a lot of it front-loaded, well, you're on your own. It's an absolutely fascinating political position to watch them take. They would rather self-destruct than do a couple of easy things to combat inflation. The best one we could do is just returning to the Trump era drilling policies and going back up to the export of 13 million barrels of oil a day. Because under Trump, the biggest growth category for the economy and the best way to get out of inflation without wrecking your currency and your economy is to simply grow the economy quickly. But the Democrats are doing everything they can to go in the opposite direction. The number one driver of growth of GDP under Trump quarter after quarter, year after year, was what they call the mining and minerals category. It was responsible, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, for around a quarter to a third of the growth in our GDP or our economy. The mining and minerals category, that's oil, natural gas, some coal, not much anymore, and minerals. That's it. But the bulk of it is oil and natural gas. It was powering the growth of a major part of our economy, and they won't let it. That is setting us on a disastrous collision course with inflation being what it is. And the Democrats won't stop it, even to save themselves politically. It's unbelievable. They don't even try to hide that. They don't even try to pretend. Now, the bill doesn't mention Build Back Better, that $5 trillion mostly borrowed, mostly printed monstrosity that would finish off the dollar. That's because it's been soundly blocked and defeated. No other plan is given. Bottom line, what they're saying here, and America's essentially in a hostage situation economically. I'm not kidding. They are with the Democrats. What they're saying is you either let us spend the last of the IOUs in the coffers, the last of the borrowing capacity. It's kind of like spending that last $3,000 available on the credit card. It's not real money. It's credit. But what the Democrats are doing is saying, if you don't let us spend the last of the credit, then we're simply going to sit back and let you suffer. We have no plan to stop inflation. We won't do a thing unless you do it our way. And we don't care if you hate us. I've never seen anything like it in politics. 
It's just to, to, to give that State of the Union address, spend 23 seconds and no more total on inflation and offer no plan. When it's the Americans' number one concern. I, there's, there's no words for it. It doesn't have political precedent. It doesn't. Like I said, the only quick fix economically for our woes is to fully open up and run full throttle with the drilling, both for natural gas and oil. It would take a bite out of inflation, the bite that transportation costs at these high fuel prices adds to the cost of foods and everything else. But again, they won't do it. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. The word oil appears just one time in the entire speech. Even though experts, including those covered by CNN, forecast will hit at least $5 a barrel nationwide. No help is coming. That was clear from the speech. Again, in which oil appeared just one time. That reference was when Biden was pledging to release 30 million barrels from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. That's equivalent to three days worth of U.S. oil oil slash gasoline use it's absolutely useless no it's worse than useless biden's speech by the end of it had driven oil prices per barrel up to an astonishing 110 dollars folks it was selling for around a hundred dollars a barrel less than five days ago it literally went up during the speech why commodities traders rushed to the computers during the speech they must have when they heard that the only plan by the Biden administration at all to relieve Americans of the prices at the pump was to release the 30 million barrels, which is pointless. So what's Joe Biden's solution? James, he is announcing the release of 30 million barrels of oil from the strategic oil reserves. By my calculation, that gets us to about Thursday at 2.30 p.m. Um, What happens then? Yeah, uh, you saw the price of oil went up after the announcement. It's because it's irrelevant. It's, uh, as you suggest, it's about a third of daily global consumption and production. And those barrels already exist. People know they're there. So as traders uh, look at the world supply of oil, it doesn't change anything. It has essentially no impact. The game changer is people seeing that there's going to be a lot more production in the U.S. That would bring the price down. That was James Freeman of the Wall Street Journal. And he's right. All we'd have to do, as I explained on yesterday's podcast, was return to the Trump era drilling policies on federal land. We're about a quarter of the oil that the U.S. produces, both domestically and for sale internationally, comes from. Biden's got that pretty well locked down. And so as long as that happens, no more oil hits the world market. America, because Biden has gone to court to freeze the leases, to stop lease renewals, And to put a pause on drilling on federal land, because all of that has happened, America is exporting around a million barrels less a day. That, again, puts OPEC and Russia in the driver's seat as far as setting prices, because we have a scarcity, so there's a high demand. And it's like the Democrats knew exactly how much oil they'd have to keep off the markets to take America out of the driver's seat. When we were producing 13 million barrels a day, the back of 
the OPEC cartel had been broken. They couldn't set prices anymore. They were losing control. American frackers, particularly those in Texas, were setting prices by literally how much they turned the spigot up or down. It was a historic moment, and it's gone now. As Mark Morano, environmental expert with Climate Depot, explained on Fox News this morning. This is nonsense. The, the greatest thing that Joe Biden could do immediately is if and people say, oh, well, the Keystone wouldn't have an immediate impact if he opened up pipelines. It would send a signal to the marketplace that America is, is opening up. It would sh- show the marketplace, which is based on the futures, anxiety, and it would lower the cost of energy if he would lift the restrictions that he imposed just the first week in office. So what should Americans do? <laughs> You're going to love this from the speech. He makes this bizarre reference to this idea that cutting energy costs for families, an average of $500 a year, can be achieved by combating climate change, and he doesn't say how. Then he turns around and says he's going to use tax credits to double America's clean energy production in solar, wind, and so much more. And that what you should do is just go ahead and buy an electric vehicle. It's in the speech, which I think is the goal. Just make Americans so desperate that they're willing to pay the average $56,437 price of a new electric car. But even a quick internet search will show you that won't work. Here's why. To have an all-electric vehicle fleet, Elon Musk, who has extensively studied the issue, understandably, he makes electric vehicles, has said to run an all-electric vehicle fleet in the United States of America would require doubling our energy production. But what did Joe promise in the speech? He promised to double renewable energy production using tax credits. Well, the problem is only nationwide, 20% of our total energy comes from renewables. So you could double that and you wouldn't get anywhere near where you'd need to be to run the whole fleet off of electric vehicles and energy you plug in bottom line the math here no way no how works but it doesn't matter they're on a collision course to bankrupt americans trying to get there and to hell with the you know the vehicles actually being able to run because there's not enough energy for it the grid once we're all electric bottom line the cost of moving in a car is going to go through the roof it's not an accident it's the plan And if we do put oil in our car, by God, it'd be better if it was Russian than if it was American. That's right, because he didn't say a thing after going off on Russia about the $70 million a day, a day we send Russia for the fuel we buy or the fact that it's gone up 20%. The amount of fuel we're buying, we're at an all-time high from Russia in the last year. Not even mentioned. He has no plans to desist. But what about the secret plan that White House spokesperson Circleback Saki told us about earlier in the week. You know the one that's going to lower Americans' energy prices. Can we expect a more detailed explanation from the White House about how it would plan to bring down energy prices? A lot of what's happening right now is sensitive. It includes uh, conversations with foreign uh, counterparts and other major large uh, global suppliers. And the president is continuing to consider options. So I expect we'll have more to tell you when any decisions are made. I, for one, was hoping to hear more details of this secret energy price reducing plant that's going to save me $500 a year in the State of the Union. That explanation never came. Know why? There is none. The emperor has no clothes. Beyond bankrupting America through inflation, 
degradation of the dollar and soaring energy prices. And that is what Joe Biden said in the State of the Union address by not saying anything at all. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 